morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Tuesday, May 23rd. On this date in 1934, it was the end of the line for America's most notorious crime couple. Clyde Barrow and Bonnie Parker, Bonnie and Clyde, were shot to death in a police ambush in Louisiana. That brought to an end one of the most colorful manhunts the nation had seen up to that point. And on this date in 1989, the first female country singer had an album go platinum. Can you guess who achieved that milestone? I'll have that answer coming up. But before that, let's have a look at your Tuesday forecast over at the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center. And good morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Silvine. We're waking up to a few more clouds in the sky this morning. Mild start temperatures in the 60s as the kids head off to school. Mid-70s at noon. We're in the upper 70s to around 80 this afternoon. More clouds and sunshine, but the rain chance 20% or less. Not much rain to go around the next couple of days. May see that rain chance increase depending on a developing area of low pressure near our coast Friday and Saturday. will become a little bit breezier as well. Highs in the upper 70s below average through Saturday. With more sunshine will warm up towards Sunday and Memorial Day. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast, powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now, let's get to your morning headlines. We're starting off with some sad news. After a long battle with cancer, Charleston Police Chief Luther Reynolds has died. Last week, Reynolds shared an open letter with the community saying he had decided to end his cancer treatment and enter hospice care. Alicia Wimberly is live outside the Charleston Police Department this morning. Alicia, how are community leaders now responding? Nick, Katie, uh, Charleston Mayor John Tecklenburg announced the chief's passing last night. He said Reynolds passed at an area hospice facility surrounded by his wife, Caroline, and his two children, Luke and Grace. Back in November of 2021, Chief Reynolds shared his cancer diagnosis with the community. In February of last year, he announced he would return to the force after losing his leg. When he returned to the job, he said it was great to be back and he was grateful to work with so many good people. Community members have been sending their condolences ever since hearing about Reynolds passing. Charleston Councilmember Kevin Sheely released a statement saying, quote, Luther Reynolds was the bravest, most caring, faithful, and genuine man I know. He had deep love for the the people of Charleston, as well as the officers and staff who worked for him. We have a better police force and safer community because of his service. A statement from the North Charleston Police Department reads, quote, we are all better officers and people watching Chief Reynolds lead with compassion, grace and passion. Mayor John Tecklenburg said last night that Reynolds loved his city and was grateful for the brave men and women who keep it keep it safe. Uh, Reynolds was named as Charleston's police police chief back in March of 2018. Reporting live in Charleston, Alicia Wimberly, Live 5 News. Back to you. Chief Reynolds was 56 years old. On behalf of all of us here at Live 5 we're keeping uh, the family, his family, and the Charleston Police Department in our thoughts and prayers and offering our sincerest condolences. Yeah, we're also very thankful for his service to the Charleston community. The police department and officials there say that in lieu of flowers, they're asking for donations to meet, be made to MUSC's Cancer Research Center. 
Just going to look at your uh, weather here as we get started on our Tuesday morning, a morning where we have lots of rain on the radar, but it is all right now, at least south of us. You can see that big area of rain just to the south of Charleston County, along a stationary boundary, and it's just that it's stationary, not moving in our direction right now. There may be a few light sprinkles along the Charleston County coast. Those are going to be the exceptions. I think most of you are going to stay dry today, and there will be a fair amount of clouds. Take the umbrellas just in case. It could be one or two spots showers with the rain chance today only at about 20 percent now temperatures are going to be pretty comfortable as you head outside we're in the 60s this morning humidity's down just a little bit and there's a breeze out of the north and east not terribly strong but enough kind of moving of that air out there that should make for a, a nice morning if you're headed out for a morning run or if you're just headed out to the bus stop with the kids a mostly cloudy sky will be a day with a lack of a whole lot of sunshine but also lacking rainfall so kind of the trade-off there. Temperatures will be climbing in the 70s later this morning. I think we make it in the upper 70s to around 80 degrees for a high later today. We have a better rain chance perhaps later this week. More on that coming up. Let's check in on traffic though for you this morning. I'll be keeping an eye on things right now getting off to a nice and quiet start. I-26 looks good. 526 not finding any problems right now. This is a look over towards Virginia Avenue. Cars coming at you on the eastbound side of 526 going over the Don Hope Ridge. Drive times right now between West Ashley and Mount Pleasant showing uh, perfect conditions out there. No slowdowns either direction and 20 uh, minutes or less right now from Somerville to downtown on I-26. New this morning, state troopers are investigating after a fatal hit and run in Colleton County. That crash happened around 9 o'clock last night on Highway 61 near Can City Road. South Carolina Highway Patrol says a motorcycle was heading south on 61 when it crossed into the other lane and hit a car. They say a different car then hit the motorcyclist and drove off. The motorcyclist died at the scene. Their name has not been released. The driver of that first car was hurt and they were taken to the hospital. The search for a man suspected of multiple violent crimes is now entering day three. This man, Michael Burham, is wanted for kidnapping and rape and is a suspect in a homicide. That's according to North Charleston Police. Now, Burham is suspected of crimes in the low country and out of state. The local search for Burham started Sunday afternoon when North Charleston Police talked to two victims who said they were kidnapped by the suspect. The victims said they live in Pennsylvania and were driven to the low country. As of yesterday afternoon, the FBI say that there is no new information in this case. Agents say Burham is considered armed and dangerous and you should not approach him if he's spotted. A balloon release is set to take place today to honor the memory of a 14-year-old who was killed in a mass shooting in North Charleston two years ago. North Charleston police say that shooting happened at an unauthorized concert near Piggly Wiggly Drive and West Jimtown Drive. Detectives say two gangs saw each other at the event and started shooting with no concern for the other people around. That shooting left 14 people hurt and killed 14-year-old Ronjanae Smith. Smith's mother has been fighting for justice and to stop gun violence ever since. Now, four men have been arrested in connection with that shooting. Ty Robinson Jr., Tyquan Cooper, Manqual Horlbeck Jr., and Malachi Wigfall each are facing multiple charges, including manslaughter. Now, that balloon release in honor of Smith today it's going to be held at the Dees Hill community or in the Dees Hill community from 4 to 7.
The woman accused of killing a newlywed bride and injuring her husband and two others in a drunk driving crash is looking to get out of jail. On Friday, attorneys for Jamie Komorski filed a motion for bond. They claim despite the heartbreaking nature of the crash, Komorski is not a flight risk or a threat to the community. Her lawyers also say she uses alcohol as a coping mechanism for stress and anxiety. They say if she is able to get out of jail, she will enter a rehab facility. A toxicology report shows Komorski had a blood blood alcohol level of 0.261 the night of the crash that killed Samantha Miller. Eric Hutchinson, her Miller's husband, has also filed a wrongful death lawsuit against Komorski. Convicted killer Alec Murdoch is set to be deposed for the wrongful death lawsuit filed by the family of Mallory Beach. This means lawyers from both sides will get to ask Murdoch questions about the boat crash that killed Beach and what role he might have played in it. The lawsuit filed by Beach's family claims Paul Murdoch, who was 19 at the time, was able to buy alcohol from a Parker's convenience store before crashing his father's boat. That suit also names Parker's as a defendant. Over the weekend, if you'll remember, a judge denied the company's request to be dropped from that lawsuit. Today, state senators are set to take up the abortion ban bill passed by the House last week. The Senate passed a different version of this bill earlier this year. At its core, it would ban abortions after six weeks, with some exceptions. Last week, after nearly 24 hours of debate, the House passed the bill with some changes. This means senators will now have to decide if they're willing to accept those changes or try to work out a compromise before Governor Henry McMaster can sign it into law. Charleston Senator Sandy Sen has already vowed to try and filibuster this bill. South Carolina Senator Tim Scott has now officially announced his 2024 presidential campaign. Scott made the announcement yesterday at his alma mater, Charleston Southern University. The North Charleston native has had his eyes on the White House for some time now. Last month, he launched an exploratory committee and on Friday officially filed with the Federal Election Commission. Scott took time to outline his priorities if winning the seat in the Oval Office. Those include border security, school choice, the military, and the economy. Scott will now officially hit the campaign trail, heading up to key early voting states of Iowa and New Hampshire. Meanwhile, another Republican running for president is making stops across the Palmetto State this week. Former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson will visit South Carolina for the first time since announcing his campaign. Hutchinson has already visited with straight talk and brignates of New York, of York County. The uh, Hutchinson is set to meet with the Richland County GOP today. So at the top of the show, I mentioned that on this date in 1989, 34 years ago, a female country singer became the first to have an album go platinum. That singer was Katie Oslin, and her album was 80s Ladies. It had two number one hits, I'll Always Come Back and Do Ya. Celebrating birthdays today, actress Barbara Berry is 92. Actress Joan Collins is 90. Actor, comedian, and Price is Right host Drew Carey is 65. Author Mitch Album is also 65. Actress Melissa McBride is 58, and Jeopardy! host Ken Jennings is 49. Thank you so much for joining us for another edition of Morning Y'all, powered by Live 5 News. I'm Katie Kamen. I hope you have a great Tuesday. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, a Low Country's news leader.